0: Set your faces to sexy Hey you Reading comic books Like the way you look Like the way you So, uh,
1: welcome to another episode of True North Nerds! Yay.
0: Yay.
1: Yay! So, Kevin is here. Hello, I'm here. And Ryan is here. I am also here. And
2: Jen is here.
3: I'm here too. Yay! Yay! Yay?
2: Jay. We're so, so happy that I'm here. Yay! Ryan's not. Kevin. I'm always happy that you're here. Yaw. <laughs>
1: This episode, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Star Wars. And a little bit of news. Nothing
4: but Star
0: Wars.
1: Yeah, I I went into that. (laughs) (laughs) And a little news. (laughs) A little bit of news. (laughs) Um, But not much. uh, I'll probably put a spoiler warning right before this episode starts, but I'll do it again now, just in case you weren't paying attention. There will be spoilers for The Mandalorian, because it just ended. uh, Well, first season just ended. And for uh, Rise of the Skywalker, we're going to be going in-depth and talking about all of the things in the movie. If you haven't seen either and don't want it to be spoiled, stop
2: listening to this episode and come back. Or at least listen to the news and then stop listening. Yeah. (laughs) I won't spoil Star Wars during the news. Speaking which, Ryan. The news. The news. Well, we don't got a lot of news this week because, well, it was Christmas. Christmas. And they actually took a break for a while. Yes. Uh, We did get a couple new trailers. Uh, we got uh, Top Gun Maverick. We got a new trailer for that. Yeah, and it looks very Top Gunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, I think I haven't. Don't really know. And uh, maybe this has already been said out there. I think part of the story is going to involve Goose's son. But did he have a son or a daughter? He had a son, didn't he? Yeah, in the but first that's movie? something
1: they might retroactively
2: change. I didn't even know he had a child. Because yeah. if you watch the trailer, there's a guy that totally looks like Noah no Wild right yeah. that was totally looks like i'm complete no, no. With, with the mustache uh, anthony I, edwards no anthony no. different different er guy okay yeah oh. <laughs> same show different guy <laughs> but yes that's why i wasn't sure uh but yes sorry wrong er guy same mustache looks like you just they took him and dh'd yeah. him pretty much eh. uh but yeah you know i know fancy I fancy people you know fancy airplanes Good-looking people. It's Top Gun. People who are into Top Gun seem really stoked for it.
1: I, it's a movie that like completely passed me by in childhood.
2: Yeah, me and too. as an
1: adult, like, eh, it's all right.
2: It's in childhood, I was always more of a fan of, of Iron, Iron Eagle, Eagle. because yeah. it had cooler music and younger people. Yeah. But and it was also the Canadian-made ones of the two.
1: Or at least half Canadian production. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I think
2: Canadian. At least I, think I did one of those. I think,
1: I want to say it's a canon film. Like, it's Golem Golbus made those movies.
2: Yeah, because I, I remember thinking or hearing, reading, I think the second one was Canadian and, and Israeli made.
1: Yeah, well, Golem Globus, yeah. uh, that would make sense because I think that's where they were based out of for okay. a while.
2: But yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, Top Gun's cool. It's got airplanes. I like airplanes. <laughs> I like fighter jets. Those are cool. It looks cool uh we got a new christopher nolan movie that whole secret project he was working on yep tenet yep t-e-n-e-t i've never even heard of this Yeah, so the yeah, new trailer just, a teaser, just came though. out oh. the teaser uh looks like getting it looks like a christopher nolan movie oh yeah it looks like it makes no sense whatsoever Is
3: it about a guy who's renting an overpriced apartment
2: no <laughs> and it's not about david Tennant either
3: no that'd have two ends.
2: yeah and an a in there wouldn't it I don't, I don't know how to spell his last name. Either way, Either way. Um, there's like this whole backwards through time stuff. Um, it does have our future Batman in it, though. Uh, what's his Pattinson? name? Pattinson. Yeah. yeah. I did see him in the trailer. Yep. Uh, there's some cool stuff, though, in this trailer where like, you, they're walking forward through a room and they see like the bullets, like the bullet holes in this glass, and then they're like, oh, when did this happen? And the guy's like, oh, it hasn't happened yet. And all of a sudden, like, this guy comes backwards through the door and starts fighting with them and stuff like this. And
3: So it has like reverse fight scenes?
2: Yeah. And there's, like, boats going on water in reverse. Cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's yeah. time travel, timey-wimey. Wibbly-wobbly. Yeah. 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 There's a guy that it makes looks, a comment about him surviving death as, and welcome to the afterlife. So, who knows?
1: Yeah. Hmm. It looks interesting as much as it it is right now. You know, like, but it also, like, it's definitely looks like a Christopher Nolan oh, yeah. trailer. Well, it, know, it reminds
2: you know. me a lot of when we got the first trailers for uh, Inception. Yeah. When you saw like the 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 ground flipping up and people running across, you know, doing weird things, mm-hmm. it's like, what the hell is this movie all about? I don't know what this movie is all about, <laughs> but I am right now inclined to go pretty. see it. <laughs> it looks cool. It has yeah. a lot of those big swooping, like really beautiful Nolan shots, like from Batman. Um, yeah, no, I'm I, I'm interested.
3: Oh, huh, cool. I have to look up that trailer or the teaser anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we got a teaser for the animated, uh, the Warner Brothers animated Superman Red Sun.
3: Yes, we did see that one. Yes, yeah, yeah. not the movie, obviously, the trailer.
2: Yeah, no. And uh, so we also got a release date. Digital release is February twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard copy March seventeenth, and
1: no. it comes with uh, a short uh, Phantom Stranger. Oh, oh does it? Ooh. Yeah, a, you know how they were every once. A, they don't, I don't seem know to do them is. on. He's a guy on. Oh. Every release now, but it, it, they were for a while. The, the DC showcase yeah. where they do the yeah. short of there was a, a character, one, one, yeah. and there was
4: a Catwoman one, and
1: the um, there's Jonah Hex one Hacks, that's yeah. really good. And but they, they stopped doing them for a while and now they, they pop up every once in a while. I and get I the feeling.
2: Um, oh, shit, what's his name that does the uh, the, the Batman animated series? Paul uh, Dini? Uh, Bruce Timm. Bruce Tim, Yeah. He's involved. I be, kept seeing headlines for Bruce Tim and yeah, Phantom Stranger, but didn't know what it was about. It seems to be kind of whenever
1: one of those main people connected with the DC animated stuff has time and an itch to do a character that mm. they know they'll never get a full length a movie out of. of
4: yeah. Has there been any word on a theatrical release like we had last year for Death and Return of Superman? No, I not mean, that I've heard.
1: We we might not hear that for a couple weeks yet.
3: Okay, uh, yeah. I just googled Phantom Stranger because I have no idea who he is. He looks like the shadow.
1: Um, yeah. Kind I'm of. trying to think of what you Oh, he's in Books of Magic, dear.
3: I think the, I've only read like 2 of those. Like
1: the Yeah, but you read the Neil Gaiman series.
3: Y- yeah, like when did I work?
1: Yeah. Uh, he's in that. He's one of the guys who's
3: Yeah, but that was probably like
2: died 10 years along. ago? <laughs> oh, you should reread it. It's yeah, a good book. Yeah. And there's been different takes okay, on him too. Like he looks like, a like
3: cross between the shadow and a magician.
1: Yeah.
2: There was a whole yeah. take on on the character when uh when they did that whole Pandora thing with d yeah, e 52. That he was actually um Judas Iscariot. W- yeah.
3: Hey Ed, you should cosplay as this guy.
1: <laughs> it's a it's, it's a pretty cool co- yeah. yeah, I don't think I know, I've ever seen one like cosplayed.
4: It's not. It wouldn't be that hard. You need a turtleneck. It's just. I a think it's getting the, the color
1: side. to match between coat and hat.
4: Right.
2: Yeah. Because I was just say, a lot of the stuff from looking at this picture, he probably already has lying around the house. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. That's why I was like, Ed, you should cosplay this guy. The.
1: It, it's, it's the thing that I find with. Because uh, I've always been tempted to do the question, because relatively simple costume. Oh, yeah, you just need mask, a trench
2: coat. But a suit it's and... finding
1: that and the hat that match in color is the,
2: the hard part. Oh, there you go.
3: Earlier, hey, I found the Phantom Stranger and the Shadow. Super Team Family.
2: <laughs> the Team Nope you never thought you'd see. Mm. Okay, moving on. So uh, Ryan Reynolds has come out and said that he and his team have started working with Marvel on the first Deadpool film. So they've uh, they're I guess they're the early first? stages. Well, the, well, the first, first Marvel Dead, Deadpool, oh. the Marvel Studios.
3: Uh, oh, Jesus, is he going to be part of the, the MCU? Yeah.
2: Come well, on. maybe <laughs> well, as much <laughs> we'll as, as much as they're going to be incorporating the X Men and everybody, you know, it'll probably still be Deadpool. I'm sure at this point, he why the wouldn't third, they?
1: He breaks the third wall so much, it doesn't... fourth wall. The fourth wall, it, it doesn't really he matter. probably breaks
2: the third one, too, and the second. <laughs> he breaks every wall.
3: Yeah. But they would have to really, like, tone him down to fit into the MCU, because they've been well, really, We could still
2: do it as a rated R movie. Yeah. Yeah, th- but
3: they've been really marketing the MCU as, like, family-friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but,
1: but the, the bonus that Daredevil, or Daredevil, uh, Deadpool has... Is he's already been established as a rated R character, oh, yeah. so parents already know not to take their children to him. Yeah, you know. And like, then they d- we have two successive movies now of do not bring your kids to this movie. And then
2: they did the the Christmas re release last year. Yeah, where it was edited as a PG movie. I don't, don't never know how we saw it... that one. Did we? Yes, we I went did. saw did it. We? At at least least I don't know. I did. don't think yeah. I saw it. I don't I know how it ended up doing
1: copy of it. Oh. it's a it's okay. Yeah. It's an interesting experiment to watch. I like the theatrical cut co- 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 much better. Yeah,
3: but we're not children.
1: Mm.
4: <laughs> well, and um, I don't know if you noticed that Disney Plus added all the X Men movies to their
1: yep, to Disney just recently, except anything that's R
4: rated. Yeah, oh. so there's no Logan or Deadpool movies.
2: Where are they going? Hulu or just staying on Netflix? I don't know where they where. I was like, well, I think in the states, if they, well, I guess it, I don't know because it, in the states they they didn't get them added. They oh. didn't get the X-Men movies at It It was a Canada oh, thing. No, it was a Canada thing. Yeah, it's probably... There a...
4: are differences between Disney Plus Canada and yeah, the U.S. And a lot of it TV comes down to rights. And yeah. Netflix
1: yeah. rights and all that but stuff. But it's
4: weird things, too. Like, I see people posting about watching old Goofy shorts. And there are no Goofy shorts on Disney Oh, that's Plus weird.
1: Because you would feel yeah. that they would have all the rights to that. Yeah. 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 Maybe they're yeah. just holding off on it. Or maybe... Oh, maybe not. Because, you know... Family Channel and Disney Channel do exist in Canada. That's true. It, it might just be leftover stuff from that. That's because they're. I do not believe they're actually owned by Disney. It's one of those things where they have the rights to use the Disney name and all that yeah. sort of stuff, but Licensing it's actually made by somebody else. All right. Next.
2: Uh, okay. Um. Let's see. Oh, so remember we were getting the Kevin Smith announced? That he's making a He Man cartoon. Yeah. So we're getting that one still. Now we're getting uh, Netflix and Mattel are teaming up and doing a second He Man cartoon, which seems a little weird. I'm
1: not against it, but like it's like now you have sort of competing similar properties. But
2: I guess the biggest thing is Kevin Smith's is supposed to be a continuation of the old cartoon, Cartoon. where this Netflix Mattel one is going to be all CGI animation Uh, and like restarting.
3: Are they doing to do it in like the same vein as the new She Ra? Because that is spectacular.
2: Don't know. They just say it's going to be CGI. It says CGI animated, which no. I don't believe the She-Ra one no, is no. CGI they should, animated. They
3: should do a He-Man that ties into the new she They
2: should. That would be the smart that, thing to yeah. do.
1: Yeah. But maybe that's, what's her face, uh, Noelle Stevenson, the, the showrunner of she yeah. That might be her choice of like, no. Because they, they, one of the plot points of the She-Ra cartoon is that they're in like their own little universe. No. It, yeah, which so, they
2: still could be like because that whole that planet's planet is in its own little pocket yeah, universe, which it and, could still work. But
1: that might be to explain why it's not attached to any other He-Man property no. that they do for a while.
4: They could flip it and have He-Man spin out of She-Ra. Yeah,
1: that's exactly. kind of what I thought they were going to do, but they haven't. You know, on She-Ra,
3: they haven't really
1: done anything to lead towards that. The only
3: well, thing they is did that Kim gray Grayskull when she transforms, like she always yeah, has, and but she, she was uh, she also
2: she came from somewhere else. Yes. Like Shira, she yeah. was brought there by from another planet, another well, the uh, horde. We, we don't kidnapped know where her. Yeah, we don't yeah. know where she
3: came from, but
2: but not from that world.
3: No, she's the so. first one. I think they decided. Yeah, well, that's or what they're saying related so far. to or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I which could easily the be Eternians. It. Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah, so. I haven't watched the latest season yet. We're almost finished the latest season. We haven't it's finished been, it yet. It's been pretty good. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> the last one I saw was when they introduced the. It ended with like you seeing like the horde prime finding mm-hmm. out where's where the Hordak was or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we are getting more. It's going to be the 2020 could be the year He Man. If it
1: all goes Thank according we, to their plan, we yeah. could get
2: two animated series and a theatrical release.
1: Well, along with that, we mentioned a while ago that it looked like Mattel was bringing the license home. And Super 7 announced last week that their license for He-Man is ending. Yeah. They've so. got one more set of products coming out, and that's going to be it. Which also me, it, it explains why they stocked up on getting the Ninja Turtles license and getting mm, the Thundercats Conan and, and Thundercats.
2: Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. Uh, oh, this was interesting. I saw these. So, James Cameron is certain that his Avatar sequels will out-earn Endgame at the box office. Meh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he went on to say that he's uh, that uh, he's not even sure if Endgame actually beat Avatar, that he, he did the math himself in his head, oh. and it was off by was <laughs> something blah, blah, blah. It was off, you know, he said something like, it beat him by like half a percent or something. And to him, the most accountants, that would be a rounding error. And so he's kind of like, but, like, but I don't want to take away from, we'll let them have their moment in the, in the uh, side. I love
1: but and hate Jim Cameron. Was he all saying this
3: tongue time, in cheek or seriously? It's hard it to is, say. It's
2: hard to say him. because he also did, you know, come out and congratulate them when. He put out all, a full page
1: ad in Variety or the Hollywood Reporter or something. Yeah, back when, them
2: so they could just be, Someone asking him and he's getting tired of it and yeah. that's why he's making, like, having fun with it? Or he could be delusional and think that his sequels are, that have been, like, yeah, ten years in the making? The The deciding factor on that will be China.
1: Because yeah. it did, the first Avatar did fantastically well there. It was one of the first major, huge North American releases that, well, that, that got a full release in yeah.
2: China. Well, that's the other problem, too. Is it was one of the first ones to get a full release in China. In North America, everywhere else, it was also one of the first ones to do uh, 3D well. Mm. Now everybody's doing 3D. A lot of people are getting tired of 3D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, so unless his story has gotten better, like I, I'm okay with the movie. I like the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that shit all over that story. And it's just, it's.
3: Blue Fern Gully.
2: It's yeah, exactly. It's a movie that we've already gotten. Oh, Goddess. Yeah. It's a story we've seen over and over again.
3: Yeah, but a lot of movies are stories we've seen over Yeah, after. exactly. That's why if I said I don't well, mind it. it.
2: I like it. <laughs> We're going to be
1: talking about one of those later in the episode. <laughs>
2: what do you mean? A movie that does a story over no, and over a, again?
1: A TV yes. show. Oh. Well, I guess the movie too, but. Okay, anything else?
2: Uh, and then my last little bit here is um, uh, Picard has already been renewed for season two. Yep. Weeks before season one even aired. I was going to yep.
3: say, has season one started? Nope, that's at the end of the month.
2: because they needed to apply for California tax credits. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did see something else too since we're talking Star Trek. um, About there's two movies in production at the moment, uh, one with the returning cast. And the, then the Tarantino one, but then I he would, has yeah. gone on record saying that he's not sure if he's going to do it he, anymore. He's stated
1: in multiple interviews that he looks—it looks like he's walking away from that. Which I think I predicted the yeah. first time we heard about this. There news. is
4: another <clears throat> filmmaker who's looking at a Star Trek project though too. Well, that's the, the, there's yeah. the other one that's
2: in the works. No, but there's an, like, like another, another another one. one. Oh jeez,
4: there's still two Star Trek film projects yeah. in the works.
2: Well, even the Tarantino one. I guess a lot of people. Some of this thing is he we said. Where well, he said he's only ever going to direct ten movies, and that he's been so happy Man. with the last one. that Say, well, he could still write a Star Trek movie mm-hmm. and not direct it.
1: Well, I think what we will see happening if they decide to go with his, he'll get a story credit, maybe a writing credit, depending on how far it went. I don't think he. Well, yeah, he, has, he hasn't walked he's away to, from it yet. Yeah, and but I don't yeah, it looks think like he's, he's actively to. going to. Tarantino's got so many movies that he's yeah. talked about making and never did. Well, that's even... even you can in make the one, a book out of those.
2: <laughs> even in the one uh, article I read, he made more or less made a comment along the lines of not really knowing what he would write about or what characters. So it almost seems like he he wants to do a movie, he's got this idea, he wants to do a movie, he wants to he's do a movie, got but idea. he hasn't actually started working on it yeah, and decided who the characters are or when I or am anything I'm pretty sure we it's talked Star about Trek with weird. feet yeah. there'll be all kinds of bare feet
4: <laughs> there's also because he likes feet there was also another Picard teaser last week too
2: oh was that the uh seven of nine uh Big McGun teaser there Yeah, was that one Twitter thing mm.
4: and um, uh, one where Picard's in 10 forward from the old Enterprise oh, oh. I didn't see that I haven't and, seen and that, and that
2: one mind those are just a bunch of images uh, or, yeah, just sort of. Oh, references. okay.
1: So uh, I, I didn't think I was going to say this on this this show ever, but uh, let's talk about cats for a minute. <laughs> um, oh, the so, first
4: movie ever to get patched while in release. That's exactly. the. Uh,
1: that's what I, Okay, so every <laughs> critic on earth is shitting on this movie. Deservedly I'm not going to do so. that because I haven't seen it. I kind of want to. I
3: know I want to see it just because it sounds. so Jenna
1: awesome. suggested when it hit streaming services that that be one of those movies that we sit down and watch together and uh. do a commentary track on. <laughs> but yeah, the the digital effects were incomplete, and I found out why. So we'll, we'll get to that in a okay. second. I
2: just think it's I can understand you know there's reasons and stuff, but why even show first off show it to critics and then put it out wide release, and then patch it, like, weeks later. At least a week later. Yeah. If not two. Say, so if it's not done, delay it. Find an excuse and just say, oh, well, we I didn't want they, to put it out against they, Star Wars. So
1: they really thought, I guess, when they were gearing up to it, this was going to be their Oscar movie, and we'll, we'll also come back to that in a second.
4: Because his last movie was Les Miserables, yeah, which was Yeah, so, uh,
1: What's his name? Tom Hooper?
4: Tom Hooper, yeah.
1: Okay, so apparently... I guess he is in the idea of if I'm going to do a movie musical, we're going to do it like a musical. So one of the things I read is one of the things that wreaked havoc with Les Mis was the fact that they didn't get any of the singers to sing with a click track, which is fine in a musical in a live setting, but editing it for yeah. film.
4: They all sang live on on set.
1: Yeah. So editing it for film between takes and shit like mm-hmm. that becomes a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So what he did on Cats was you have all these CGI cats like added on to people. Mm-hmm. None of them were wearing digital markers, like the ping pong balls or the pieces of tape, which makes it like from what I understand, a necessity
2: for doing CGI and putting like so CGI people, digital
1: artists were like freehanding this shit. Yeah, <laughs> which must have been kind of interesting for them, but also like a nightmare. And that's why
2: you get things like um seeing Judy Denton's hand become normal for a couple minutes, or a cat without fur that looks like a statue that blends into the statue in the background, then moves, and you realize, yeah. oh wait, it's a cat.
4: And wasn't there a scene with a guy, like yeah. a human guy, and he's just standing there... The amongst, same size as... Amongst, amongst the Yeah, there's,
2: a, there's
1: different reports of it. The 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 thing I also find interesting about it, though, is the fact that it got patched. Like, yeah. being a video game fan, you know, it's not unusual for a game to get patched uh, out of release. Yeah, if
2: I was supposed but, to say day one patches and downloads, but when you're downloading the movie, like, you're already sending this movie to people... But how do this, you do that?
1: This also opens interesting and possibly horrible doors oh, yeah. for big screen movies.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like, "Oh, wait, people didn't like it this first week? Well, we need to do we'll change this and just, oh, here's the update for week 2." Like see the movie 2.0 is the 2.0 version. Yeah.
1: No. So, uh, the Cats has also been taken out of uh, Universal's award contention plans. Yes,
2: they, they
4: just eliminated it from their webpage.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it, and from all the ads that they're doing and stuff like that. I, ge- I guess it's still eligible because it was not. They're made just for not a promoting Golden Globe. It. They're just not they're right. Just not putting their money. They're not going to put a push behind it. Yeah. They
4: basically they wrote an original song for the movie. Yeah, it's probably the Andrew only- Lloyd
1: Webber and. Uh, Taylor Swift's song for it has been nominated for a couple gold. Andrew Lloyd
3: Webber's in it?
4: Well, Andrew Lloyd Webber Weber wrote it.
3: Oh, no, no, you said it, it. I thought you meant the song that Andrew Lloyd Webber and Taylor Swift sing in the music no, in the he, movie. No, d- he well, he wrote it. it. They wrote it. Oh, yeah. they wrote yeah. it together. Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't love
4: Cats the musical. No,
1: you you've got that on record a couple
3: times. I like the musical. I think it's cute. I had no idea how a plot.
4: It doesn't really have a plot. The musical doesn't really have a plot. No, and I know because it's seventy five percent. Here's another cat. Let us introduce him to you. Yeah. And, it, and then twenty five percent of which of you is going to get to go to heaven. And See, it, I didn't
3: know it was the get go to
4: heaven part. I never. So not
2: all that. cats go to heaven, but all dogs. Well, they do. have to go through all their yeah. nine lives first.
4: It's all explained, apparently.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently the movie version, that's part of the failing of it, is they tried to put a little bit more plot to make it make sense, and it just made things worse. Yeah. (laughs) So.
4: Basically, you go to see cats to see attractive people in tight costumes, dance and writhe about right in your face because Cats was one of the first shows that took actors off the stage and put them in the audience. Oh, yeah. and, okay. And they would climb all over audience members like they were cats.
3: Well, not quite that bad. I saw it when I was a kid. I don't remember that. Yeah, but that. were
2: you like in the front three rows? Probably. <laughs> uh, all right.
3: <laughs> I don't remember. I was a kid.
2: Well, they also probably wouldn't climb all over you because you were a kid.
3: Yeah, you'd hope so.
1: So the the other interesting thing I came across... On a comic note, is so early in his career, Jeff Darrow did a portfolio, like a comic portfolio, with Mobius doing inks and coloring on it. Mm -hmm. And the original pages were thought lost for a while. That's why it's never been reprinted in English. Jeff Darrow moved to France this year, and in the move, found all the pages that were thought missing. So Dark Horse is going to be putting them out in a hardcover volume.
2: Nice. Yeah. Which comic?
1: It's, a, it's not quite a comic. It's like a, it's like an artist portfolio, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, it's called City of Fire, or translated to City of Fire, or whatever that is in French. La Ville du Feu. There we go.
2: Sounds
3: good. Yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's it looks like you'll see print, which is, it, like, it explains going back years ago. I did a panel with Jeff, and uh, the guy who worked at our comic shop, uh, Pete DiCorsi, asked him about, like, had just discovered that this portfolio existed, looked on eBay, went, nope, because of the price it was going to, and asked Jeff directly, like, is there any chance of this getting reprinted? And Jeff said, "Mm, probably not, which was a little weird, considering, like, he and Mobius were on good terms at the time, and, like, you know, but now if they thought those pages were lost, that explains why they didn't think it would ever be seen again. So that's it. That's for it yours. for news for me. Yeah,
4: I don't have any
2: other news either.
1: So let's crack into the Star Wars stuff. Okay,
2: which one are we gonna do first, let's so people can
1: skip? Let's do Mandalorian first.
2: Okay, because I know some people that maybe don't have Disney Plus um, haven't seen all of Mandalorian yet. So Ed, skip this. Oh, <laughs>
1: okay. So
3: uh, the Mandalorian. He got mad
2: at me for us not for me spoiling stuff. I think, of the Mandalorian last episode when you uh, hadn't finished catching up yet. So Sorry, Ed. Uh, um, so Mandalorian season one is done. Yes. yes. Um, Everyone's favorite new character is, you know, we won't be seeing anything from for another year. Cara uh, Dune? Yes. Mm.
3: Yeah, she's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, I like yeah. her.
1: Uh, so what did we think of it? Now that the whole season's done, what did you think of it overall?
4: Best Star Wars product of the twenty tens. I think so.
1: Really? Better than
2: Rebels? Mm. Better than Rebels? Better than Rogue One? Ooh. Yes. Ooh, I don't, know, I don't about know. Better
3: than Rebels? Rebels
2: I, is really it, good. Not for me
1: yet. Yeah,
2: but it, it holds
4: does. there. It holds together so well. Yeah. It tells.
2: Well, as say, I think it'd be real interesting. And uh, Ryan at the comic shop and I were talking about this. It'd be interesting if they put down as an option the. The binge watch button and just watch all eight episodes without having to worry about uh, credits in between or mm-hmm. anything Ooh, and just make cool. it a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. Or whatever it works out to no, be. No, I, I don't I think wouldn't it would like work that. as a it's film
4: episodic. It's episodic. No, I know, but I mean, right. they'd dude, have to read it. you're going to sit
2: there and watch it anyway. And been like now that it's all out. Don't tell me you aren't going to s- spend I, a day. I'm, and probably, binge
1: it. I'm probably going to, to, to watch it at some point again, yeah. and then
2: when the next season comes out, watch it again. I need my baby Yoda fix. Exactly, everyone's need the baby Yoda fix. It's going to get rewatched.
4: I think the people behind the Mandalorian, Favreau and Filoni, we Should be more their, involved in the live-action movies as well. They put their heart and soul into it, and it's there. They they created a cool pastiche of western and uh, science fiction, and they cast it super well. the The effects are top notch. The storyline is there wasn't a bad episode in the bunch. No, uh,
2: that's true. And I love that for the last couple episodes where we had all those stormtroopers. They're all five hundred first members. Oh, are they? They didn't have enough people. armor.
3: That's nice.
2: Well, they had so they had to put a call not out, that they out to not the five hundred first. That they got the 501st. Yeah. yeah, which makes me wonder. Like when you see the uh, the flame trooper with the painted red, yeah, makes mm. me wonder. Is like, okay, was that a five hundred first guy that had already had that armor, or was that a specifically painted one for it? Maybe because it'd be like, if you're that five hundred first guy that shows up and like, oh, I got the red armor, and it's like no one's ever seen it anywhere on screen, or now it's like all of a sudden. They want you for this part You're like my time to shine, like this is my moment, that's me. Like, <laughs> then you get blown up. No, no, up. no, we just want your helmet. Yeah, we yeah. just want your armor. I don't care, it's my armor, go for it. Yeah. yeah um I really enjoyed it. I, I think
1: it's it there hasn't been a bum note in the thing. No. All the casting has been really mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. And the characters that we don't see a lot of I want to know more of. Like uh, what's her face? Uh, Gina Carano's character, the the former Rebellion shock trooper from
4: Alderaan. From yeah. Alderaan, I went. Oh my yeah. god, Alderaan! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who would have been like what, like four maybe when that planet
2: blew up? Uh, no, no, she would have been a teenager. You think so? Well, she probably would have. Been, I could. She would have been Leia's age. Yeah, you have to think. Yeah, this is only five years right. after only, Jedi.
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit younger. But I yeah. still
2: find it funny that. And I guess nobody... You know, there wasn't... for. They don't seem to know what Jedi are. And I can understand maybe on some... You know, especially these backwater worlds where you don't get a lot of news or you don't see the the Jedi, especially after the Purge. Maybe, you know, it's become... Oh, yeah, wizards and all that. Uh, Yeah, sure. Because even when Luke... Came around and I, even it was a Han it's like, "Oh yeah, the Force," you know yeah, that see, old this, kook.
3: Yeah, nobody really knows about the Force or the Jedi. I think
4: there era. was an Empire misinformation
2: campaign, probably yeah.
3: because they were also saying that they were like evil. Well, they were,
2: well, bad, they were right? bad. That's why they had to be taken out, right? Yeah. They tried to, t- t- to overthrow so it the emperor. So must have definitely
3: been a misinformation campaign. <laughs>
2: Imperial Take them propaganda. To the space wizards. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, they're a, they're a clan of two.
2: Yeah, no, and I didn't like, see what their logo was. Man. Who's logo? Oh, Their they, clan emblem for the the clan you know. I
3: couldn't make out what it was like what a skull. it was. Yeah. I was hoping it was baby Yoda ears.
2: No. <laughs> but it's not your traditional Mandalorian like the one that Boba Fett has, so, which yeah. which also the um, the heavy trooper. Mm. The the guy with the jetpack and the big gun on his his toy has it.
4: One thing I've been reading about... Now, I haven't watched all of Rebels, and I know you guys have. Does the depiction of the Mandalorian's society in this show contradict what we learned about the Mandalorians on Rebels? Yes,
1: Yes and no, and I think they're leading up to explaining that more. But even the
2: Mandalorians in Clone Wars are way different than the Mandalorians in this show. Yeah. Because in this show, they said the
4: Mandalorian is not a species or race. It's a it's a calling. It's you, a following. Now. I yeah. think
3: that Mandalorians used to be a race and they're pretty much all but extinct now. And yeah. yeah. on Rebels all, they didn't
4: have any yeah. qualms about taking their helmets off. Because yeah. of all
3: of the like the interfighting that you and also, the destruction of the planet.
1: You kinda get the feeling that none of those Mandalorians that we saw it in the present of the Mandalorian. Like the guys hiding out in the tunnels, mm-hmm. not the flashback stuff. You kinda got the feeling that they were all like him. They're all foundlings, like, exactly. or at least yeah. most of them are. Or some of them may have been too young to even remember it. So, the whole... so you get a culture that's being adopted by orphans and stuff. Yeah, that's where I was getting And there's at. nobody who's that's like, true. with the exception okay. of the the blacksmith, maybe there's not a single real Mandalorian among the bunch. Definitely. Yeah,
3: I figured that the Mandalorians were basically pretty much almost all wiped out. And the, re- the way they're rebuilding their quote-unquote race, because it doesn't really exist in the blood sense, is by having foundlings, is right. by adopting people and training them as Mandalorians. Yeah. So that the Mandalorian culture, like you were saying, continues, but they're not really like blood Mandalorians. And
1: through that continuation, it's starting to get changed and
3: warped so up Yeah, bit. it becomes more of
2: a creed. But there must have species. been some of them doing this already before the fall of Mandalore, because... So, from seeing this season, he was rescued during the Clone uh, during the clone Wars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because his home world was attacked by the robots, mm-hmm. and he was saved by Mandalorians, which from, that all had the same armor, which could have been... Um, you have to look back on Rebels uh, or even uh, Clone Wars. Were they were the Black Order or what were they called? The uh, Death Watch. Death Watch, yeah. So there was an offshoot of Mandalorians that were lo- that were more hardcore Yeah. called Death Watch. And... In Rebels, we meet Sabine and her family, who are all from Mandalore, and I think I don't even know if we go to Mandalore, yeah, we do. yeah, or not. And we she recovers the black saber, yeah, from Darth Maul, who got it during Clone Wars when he and I think we'll probably see it in the coming season of Clone Wars yeah. when he him and his uh, gangster clan that he put together kind of attack Mandalore. But the Empire attacking Mandalore happens after Rebels. Yes. And before, I'm assuming at some point, during, either before New Hope or Mm. sometime during that timeline. Because, you know, we have Mandalorians alive. We had Mandalorians working with the Empire in Rebels. But then they kind of rise up to attack the Empire then. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it could be as a result of those yeah. events and in then Rebels. And other
3: than Boba Fett, who isn't really a Mandalorian, right? You there, see, well, he's a clone. Yeah, yeah but you even don't then... don't see any Mandalorians really in no. the, the original trilogy no. because I probably read, the Empire's gotten rid of them.
1: I read somewhere that Django isn't even a real Mandalorian, apparently. He's well, another and, foundling Possibly, guy. yeah.
2: Or who knows? Like, well, at least he could be from Mandalore. Mm. And, but... He takes his helmet off on on the regular, so yeah. he's not one of this offshoot of Mandalorian. Yeah,
1: it's one of those things that like you really get the distinct feeling that it's it, it, they are Dave Filoni's written all this stuff about Mandalore, so he knows what they're doing on the show. Yeah, that somewhere they're going to come back
0: to yeah. to mm-hmm. that oh, and yeah. explain it.
2: And back to the when it takes place. Sorry, um, I forgot this. So we see, um. Moff. What's the the Moff's name? Moff Gideon. 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 I wanted, still wanted to call him Gus, because <laughs> that was his name in uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. So Moff, Moff Gus. Yeah, and then his name starts with the G this time, too. So, yeah. Um, so, he has the Black Saber.
3: Is this the first time we've seen the the Black Saber in real life? And in like, live G- action, yes. Because
2: yeah. it, it's only ever been talked about in... The books in, 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 and the cartoons. Yeah, like in anime. I don't even know if it's in any of the books.
3: I think it was. I don't know if that book was still canon, but it was in the legacy series, wasn't it? The legacy series,
1: like you know the, the non-canon stuff that
3: happened before the new trilogy.
1: Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't. I, I quit. Yeah, reading those, like, but pretty
0: yeah. early on. Like the
2: history of the black saber is yeah. that it was built by one of the only Mandalorians that was a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. and that was his saber, mm-hmm. and then he eventually went and kind of. Not ruled, but like was like a leader on Mandalore. Yeah, and it's kind of been passed down from different leaders it over time. A symbol
3: of leadership for Mandalore,
2: and then disappeared, and then Darth Maul had it, and then Sabine got it, and then, and then, she then gave, gave it, it to a family member or that other guy that was training her or somebody. No, the
1: uh, the chick, the sister of the former ruler of Mandalore. Okay, so yeah. she gave it to her,
2: Katie Sackoff. I can't remember what the character's name was, but it was Katie oh, Sackoff. The, was voice? Doing the voice of it. Okay, in Rebels. And then next time we see it, Gideon has Moff it. Gideon has it. Yeah. Yeah. Now he, now they did say he was an Imperial officer on Mandalore, Mandalore. and, that's, and why that's why he, why knows he knew his me. name.
0: Yeah.
2: So, we're gonna
3: still call him Mando and not whatever his asshole oh, yeah. name is, right? Din,
2: Jingo,
4: or something like yeah. that, isn't
2: it? But yeah, so it'll be interesting to, to see where that goes in season two, because now that, that'll be—I'm sure he'll be a character now that will still. See, because he still wants Baby Yoda, he's not Ooh. dead. Especially,
1: is it him who wants it, or is it the Emperor who wants it?
2: Yeah, that's true. We, like, is he know. reporting to the Emperor? Is he? Reporting? Yeah, that's
1: an interesting question that, that we don't know. No, there, there's a couple like teaser things for the next season. We don't know from episode five or six. They, the one with, um, what's her face? The Calabari oh, yes. from The Shield.
2: The, the uh, Agents the, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Who was the bounty hunter that showed Ming up no over Ren. her. Yeah. yeah. Who walked up and like, stood we, over her body. We only
1: see feet and hear spur sounds. Yeah. Which brings us back to really nerdy Boba Fett shit. Yeah. And it was on Tatooine. Yep. You, know, you would have figured after getting out of a Sarlacc, he uh, would have moved, but...
3: So I, read, him. I read somewhere, and I, I'm trying to find it now, an article... That um, if baby Yoda is 50, it means that adult Yoda was only like 27 when he died.
2: (laughs) Oh, I read that. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, 27 when... That baby Yoda was only 27 when adult Yoda died. No. No, that
3: Adult uh, Yoda in, 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 you know, like dog years and human years... Like when a dog is like six, it's really like 50 oh. years. Oh, it's so you're, like re- you're doing reverse so, math. Yeah, Because um, yeah, yeah. you
2: didn't say, you just said, if he's 50, then Yoda's 27. Yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah. so that if, doesn't make sense?
3: If baby Yoda is 50 years, like human years old, but is developmentally like two human years, then 900-year-old adult Yoda is actually developmentally like 30 mm-hmm. at human years. Which means that he died pretty young.
2: <laughs> yeah, but see, that doesn't make sense because he looks—he's—he's old-looking. Yeah, and yeah. But that could just, just be—I know. I, I, think people I think it's stretching. An, I one think it's in an the interesting
3: States. theory. Yeah, because um, I
2: think there was something—I don't know if it's even canon anymore, if it's, it's old canon—where they it was stated that by the age of like a hundred or in that hundred and fifty, Yoda was training young younglings already. Yeah. So right. if that's the case, and it's like, well, from fifty to a hundred, then. The Yoda species really develops.
3: Yeah, which is possible. I mean, yeah. it is an alien. So, is and there anything? Fictitious.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> is there anything bad about this show?
3: Oh, I or... was sad that IG Eleven died.
2: Um, I wouldn't say bad. I, I think the uh, and I even kind of pointed out the Mandalorian. He he's, he gets his butt kicked a lot.
3: Yeah, he's not a great fighter.
2: Like he ends up pulling it out in the
3: end all the time. You, you kind of but... wonder
1: how he's one of the best bounty hunters that they've got yeah. when he well, gets his ass handed to him by like space rhinos
3: but if you think about it when he's catching bounties he probably is a lot more clever and uses his brain to catch them oh, a lot maybe. more yeah. than fighting but in these situations like anybody going up against a space rhino is gonna have trouble fighting okay. a space rhino
2: oh yeah and thankfully his uh he's got good armor because he takes a lot of blaster shots too yeah. and... Mm-hmm.
3: and i mean if you think about the the episode where they're breaking that horrible guy out of the prison and all of the the, the other guys turn on him. Yeah, he's really quite clever in how he defeats them. He doesn't yep. just well, he, to fight the droids, he just kind of charges. But that's because they were. Yeah, they just snuck around on yeah. them. Yeah, but he he uses a lot more strategy than he just brute force, which mm. I really like. I always like heroes that use their brains, and villains that use their brains. Yeah. I love a smart villain. Is
1: there any other stand-up comics that we will, think will show up in season two? I yeah. didn't realize that
3: Jason Sudeikis. Was one of the biker guys? Yeah, as
2: we yeah. said, the yeah, whole biker thing. Yeah, he's,
1: it's him and Adam Pally is the other voice of it. He was the
3: one that punched Baby true. Yoda, he the Yoda, so Yoda he in was the bag. Getting, like, death threat tweets for, like, how dare you punch Baby Yoda?
4: <laughs> I loved um, Amy um, Sedaris as the um, Where mechanic. Where is she from?
3: Is that who that? Who was that?
4: She was the mechanic. Yeah. Um she is she from Strangers with Candy. Yeah. And uh what else is she? Uh, I liked
3: her too and I thought that she was familiar but I couldn't place her. Let me see. And then I thought maybe it's just the way like the character was just reminding yeah. me of a No, different character. you I'm sure
1: you reminded seen me of the character before. from uh The Last Unicorn.
3: Yeah, Molly Groot. Yeah,
1: like at least how she looks.
3: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I really liked her too. I thought that was cute that she was like, "I'm going to take I, care of you and then charge him extra."
1: <laughs> the, the part that I thought was kind of funny is Bill Burr, who does a great job on the episode. He's the um, the criminal in the gang with the the guns on the, the oh, okay. backpack.
4: Yep.
2: Did you watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No, I no. don't like that. show. I did. Oh, oh she's she the uh, the wo- the woman that that the, that they rented the house the basement from. No, no, no. She was. Um, uh
4: the rich lady's friend who was even more spaced out than
2: uh oh, i don't know if i've seen that character. the
3: yeah. actress who plays kimmy schmidt really bothers me for some oh,
2: reason oh uh, no she's fine yeah i it's just, 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 just that show it's one of those shows like i started watching a few the first couple seasons and then it was i just haven't you know i dropped off and then didn't get back to it yeah uh she was in elf a school of rock uh yeah.
4: um, Bewitched.
1: So, a bunch of stuff I've seen. Yeah. Uh, That's why she's familiar. Bear. You've seen her everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bill Burr, not a Star Wars fan. Oh, no. Yeah. John Favreau just called him up. It, like all, everybody else, you get the distinct feeling of they knew Favreau. Oh, yeah. And sent in the phone calls of, hey. Uh, hey, hey, hey so, um, I'll wear a suit of armor. Yeah. And I don't care.
2: How, how do I use it to be a stormtrooper?
1: Yeah. That trooper scene was just. It was well-written comedy, especially for
2: Star Wars. Oh, you mean yeah. the, uh, the speeder bike. The speeder bike yeah, troopers. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think it's breathing. I you just want to see it.
3: I oh. especially like when they decide to, like, just shoot at the can and they never hit it. Oh,
2: yeah. And then <laughs> it, and the and one don't say anything about those, it. it. shakes blast. it. it shakes. Is this working right? <laughs> and I love how when he shakes it, it sounds like a paint can. Yeah. yeah. So you hear the... Like the paint can. You know, like... No, it doesn't have a thing. oven cleaner. I thought maybe it still had a thing in it, but... You hear of, the widget I it. also
4: yeah. loved in the episode where they where the mercenary team got together and the one guy was a former Imperial
2: sharpshooter
4: and the Mandalorians just kind of laughs at him he's like I wasn't a stormtrooper yeah. yeah. and then we
2: <laughs> and then we get the follow up later where the stormtroopers are trying to shoot the can and they can't I was waiting for one of them to make a comment about oh the sights are off on this thing or no, oh you no, can't no. see anything That's in what this made helmet
3: better is that they're like oh it must be the gun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah,
1: the, the the tweets against Jason Sudeikis, because he voices the one that punches Baby Yoda, are, are just hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, no, you get the feeling most of them aren't serious. Of course
3: they are. I mean, they know that
1: he's But serious. Like but my copy. favorite is, is the simple one of uh, Anthony Carboni, who did, who's the co-host of the Star Wars show. Yeah. The next day was, good morning, everybody, except Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> that was the whole tweet. What <laughs> <laughs> the Okay, so we all really like the show, then, yep. right? It's, yes. And
0: mm.
4: fall twenty twenty for the series.
1: Yeah, um, but and you know, quality takes time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I it, know. It's weird. I was talking, so I was uh, I was unexpectedly on News Talk ten ten this week. Oh. Um. Yeah, because I found out like a couple hours before I got to do it, and I was at work and did the interview on my lunch break. <laughs> um. But um, one of the things that I kind of realized is um, Star Wars, we don't really know where it's going other than the TV shows. Yeah, Like, the movie projects are sort of in the works, but nothing's confirmed date-wise of when we'll see anything. No, there's been nothing. And the TV shows are the... But even the TV shows, like, do we have a release date for any of the ones they've announced no. I think Cassie Nandor's probably um, the next one. I think one.
4: Kathleen... Can, oh, for the TV series. Yeah, because yeah.
1: I, I want to say they've actually started filming that one. But it might still be a while.
3: I just found a fun... Uh, Meme? Um, description of what The Mandalorian is oh, about. The... This is a different one. Oh. It says, The Mandalorian... There's two pictures. The first one is The Mandalorian is about an elite bounty hunter who must fight to survive after a job goes bad. And then the second one is Baby Yoda. And it says The Mandalorian is about a single father who must battle homelessness and a criminal past to provide a better life for his adoptive son. Uh,
1: so from the Mandalorian, we move on to the, the big marquee event for this Christmas holiday season of The Rise of the Skywalker. Woo. Nope. Um, okay, how
2: many times has everybody seen
1: it? I've, I've seen, only it seen it twice. Once. Just once. I really wanted to see it again before oh. we did this episode. and just
3: We didn't have time.
2: Oh, I thought you guys were Christmas seeing it and everything I talked time. about it, but I didn't feel like it. Oh. I went and saw it opening night with Kevin. Yes. And then I saw it on Boxing Day with my brother okay, so
1: we we at least have Ryan's perspective of seeing it twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. so who wants to go first? We'll start with Jen,
2: I guess. First impression. when you walked out of the theater, what was your reaction?
3: I think this is my favorite movie out of the new trilogy. I loved it. I think it was fantastic. <clears throat> so i'm I'm also asking all of us to not sh- shit on it too much because I really want to keep the warm fuzzy. <laughs> um, I thought that it was a great wrap up to the trilogy. Um, I kind of wish because JJ Abrams did the first one and the third one. I kind of yes. wish he did the middle one too for a little bit more of the continuity because I feel like some of the stuff that they established in the the second one, they were like, oh, forget about that and moved on with stuff that they didn't mm-hmm. do in the second yeah. third one. Um, but I really, I was really, really happy with it. I thought it was fantastic. And at the ending, I was like so excited and then so sad, and then so excited and then so sad, and then so excited.
2: Right. <laughs> Uh, same like, I know coming out of the movie Seeing it the first time With the people we were with We were all gushing over it We all loved it Kevin has a look on his face now Which is like Kevin two weeks like later Kevin loved it when we first When we walked out I know. And he told me I, To quote Kevin It took a shit all over The, la- the Last Jedi It did It did Yeah but, uh... We'll
3: get to you.
2: Kevin. <laughs> you we'll get that.
1: to my theories about that when we are um, around to me. But, yeah, no,
2: I, I I still, even after seeing it the second time, like, there wasn't, you no know, the big surprises and all that weren't there because, well, you already know it's coming because yeah. I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, there were still a few moments where, you know, where I got the... I had to do the old wipe a single tear away because, you know, little emotional moments still hit me the way that... You know, maybe not as hard as the first time because, yeah. once again, you knew they were coming, but they still hit me, um... I still liked it. Yeah, I've heard some people's complaints about it, and I can understand their complaints about it. But once again, we have to remember, Star Wars movies were not made for forty-year-olds. They're made for you know, twelve-year-old, 10, ten to twelve-year-old, to fifteen-year-old kids buying action figures. <laughs> yes, not forty-year-olds buying action figures. Okay, Kevin.
4: I was more subdued coming out of the movie no, you theater weren't. that no I no you you went off to the bathroom and I stood with uh Rochelle and we chatted and we, I'm not saying I didn't like it because I did I did like it but it's got some major problems this movie the biggest being the sidelining of a character that was made pretty big in the last movie. Rose? Yeah.
1: Rose would be like the that, yeah, I like didn't
4: like that. That part pissed of me it off. Either. Yeah. The fact that uh that that Abram said, I didn't like what Ryan Johnson did. I'm just gonna do my own thing. Like the thing the Marvel movies have going for them that the Star Wars movie Star Wars move, current Star Wars movies don't is a guiding hand that says this is the framework for the story, and everything we do is leading toward this. I
1: would agree.
4: Whereas that. Okay, with Can't Star Wars, with- Kathleen Kennedy's, because the original plan wasn't for Abrams to direct this one. No, there were going to be three different directors, and they were all going to be free to do their own thing, which meant they really didn't have to care about what the last guy did. Which
2: is the biggest—that's the first mistake they made. If it's going to be if you're going to do it as a trilogy, they, there should there should have been, been a
4: plan to write this.
1: In defense of that, at the same time is I think they thought because the original Star Wars movies didn't do that, and the prequels did. Because the original Star Wars yeah. movies are a hodgepodge of George Lucas only directed the first one. Yeah, yeah. He's an, only listed as a screenwriter on the first one. He's story on the rest of them. And but that's the thing though, and he still had control over all he of them. Did and still, have a lead it to, to, a, to a certain one spot. extent. But he had full control yeah. on the prequels, yeah. and they did not want a repeat of that PR Having said that, issues with the internet now. Yeah, but when that's those prequels a... came out, the internet was a thing, or
4: oh, it but wasn't like a, a it, full
2: thing. No, no, it was like a baby thing. It, was, it wasn't a
4: full-fledged Having thing. said that, I still teared up. When Chewbacca took a knee, that was when oh, the waterworks oh, yeah. started.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? Um, just his reaction. Just, yeah. yeah.
4: Just, it was like, Same there were things that were 40 years in the making. Yeah, I have a problem with timeline in this movie, too. Like, at the end of The Last Jedi, I don't care what you think about that movie, but at the end of that movie, there was, like, two dozen rebels. Mm-hmm. And when this movie started, they had a fleet again.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: How much time passed between the two Well, they didn't movies? have much of a fleet. They had one like there was one of those there old school Corellian things. When and then, Last Jedi ended, the only rebels left were the people on the Falcon.
2: Oh, yeah. no, true, yeah. And there but, were dozens of people in the rebel base. Now yeah, there memory. has been First enough time. time that they wrote a book to fill in time. I don't want to have to read a book to know. Well, you don't have to read the book to know. But
3: that's Star Wars. You do. <laughs>
2: There's so, always time between movies, though, like, oh, well, other than the yeah, last two. Yeah, but
1: it's but, how much time. They yeah. never really make it clear.
2: My but. other problem, and it's not
4: much of a spoiler because it's the first thing you read in the opening crawl, Palpatine is back. He was thrown into a volcano at the end of Return of the Jedi. There was no sign of him in the last two movies. It wasn't a volcano. Whatever. A nuclear reactor. Yeah, a that's Death like Star it. falling out of the yeah. sky. Why the fuck did they think that bringing Palpatine back was going to save the franchise? Brent.
2: I thought you we discuss this. You Dark had your Blake theory the of what was going on with that whole thing.
1: Okay, so there there's a couple things going on that First, did you like it? I I I am like sort of in Kevin's camp but a little bit more on the conflicted side. I really so then he
4: liked it less than I.
1: Well, no, I really enjoyed the movie. It, it has issues to it, and I think part of that is, and I, I'm the first one to, to always say this about like, uh, like director's cuts and stuff like that. Like my argument against the Justice League director's uh-huh. cut, or even if the Snyder cut ever exists, is that like, but that's not the version I saw, and that's, and I think. This movie was it, my problems with it all boiled down to they should have pushed it back. Is I think JJ J. Abrams, who was not supposed to direct this movie, it was Colin Trevorrow. Uh huh. Um, e- even with Abrams coming in, I think he started from scratch. And then Carrie Fisher died. Now Carrie Fisher's brother has come out and said she was originally supposed to be in this movie a lot oh, more. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. She was supposed to be a major. Uh, focus. They
4: had to make major changes because
1: yeah. so yeah. that script gets thrown out. And I think they that's the only
4: again. reason Harrison Ford is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Should that, a, a, uh, that should have been a Leo. That should have been a Ben talking to his mother, mother. Yeah. scene.
1: And they they made the choice, and I can I I wouldn't go against it of not. CGIing the crap out of her, or putting her on her daughter, or whatever they were going, whatever possibilities. There I thought are they did the now.
4: best they could with what they
1: what had. they had, yeah. and I think that altered the course of this movie a lot too. Uh-huh. Um, I think the perceived backlash that The Last Jedi got also kind of steered the ship a little bit, mm-hmm. and finally, the the other thing is is I think this relied on too much of interpromotional stuff that that would have if it had been included in this movie or in the last movie, you probably wouldn't have had the problems you had with
4: what it. What are you talking about?
1: So you know how the the opening scroll is like the Emperor's back and yeah. because he sent a voice message out? Now the scroll also says that Kylo Ren thinks it's an imposter and then goes after him. So I can kind of go that that message, that voice message that he recorded, that the Emperor recorded and sent out to the universe, you can hear the entire thing if you play Fortnite.
3: Yeah, see, that what? does a little bit. Yep. Yes. It, it
1: was included as part of a promotional thing they did with Fortnite where you can get a whole whack of Star Wars skins because and shit again, like that. Because, again,
3: the marketing is for children and not 40-year-olds.
1: And when you loaded into the game... That entire, or you click something somewhere in the map or something, the entire Emperor, like, declaration of all oh, you fuckers are going to pay, whatever it was, and that's in Fortnite. I don't have and a you, problem with promoting in Fortnite, no, but, but that's that an should, important
4: plot point. And
1: it's, and it's not like it's some voice alike, it's Ian McDermott did the voiceover for it. If that it, had so. been
4: the last thing we heard at the end of Last, last Jedi, Jedi? Yeah. then I wouldn't have the problem that I exactly. had yeah. movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I and, agree with that.
1: And there's a couple other things. So, um, like at the end of the film where uh, Lando is th- like with uh, what's hitting
4: on that girl who's like 50 years yeah. is not on hitting her. on
1: her. And here's why again, not in the movie, not in any of the TV shows. Uh, yeah. It's in one of the books. They explain in one of the books that w- the way the first order started getting revenge on the old rebellion leaders is all Like a whole whack Of those first order troops Are kidnapped children Including Lando's daughter Yeah Like he well, I they, assume they came that's what Was going on
4: there But again
3: But I mean The Star Wars has, Star Wars has always Padded out the, it, the Universe it, it does, Between movies yeah. With TV shows And books And
4: comics but, but important plot points To the films Haven't been Hidden in All other media
0: mm.
1: Well, that's because these media, like, this stuff didn't exist when even the prequels, really. No, I know. Yeah, and, and it's, and but like I said, like, it's weird for me because I can see my issues with it, but I also don't care, which is very odd for me. Maybe mm. I'm too sentimental about Star Wars because I really love the movie, but the other part of my brain is like this, this, and this. Um, the only part, the guy who loves the movie thinks is a shame, is that they didn't do anything with Rose.
3: <clears throat> that part really annoyed me, too, because, because she, they set her up I, as a love interest for Finn, and then there was nothing. They barely talked to each other. She had given
4: interviews about how excited she was for fans to see the scenes between her and Ray, and there wasn't a single no. one in the movie. I know. Yeah,
1: it, you wonder what's been edited and changed. And, so,
4: and they gave both Finn and Poe appropriate lo- lo- love interests in this film.
3: Appropriate? Right? Like, did somebody, did you read that somewhere? Well, don't you feel like that, that? seems like BS. Well, well that's why he okay. put air quotes. Yo, that was the air quotes? Yeah, okay. sir, air, you know. I didn't know if that was because the air quotes were because you read it somewhere? Or it no, was no, because- no. no, no, that was
2: appropriate. Meaning they're not I mean, getting together. Okay,
3: yeah.
4: I'm not saying that Poe and Finn should be a couple, but there were always sort of those undertones there, which there's there's a bit see, of that in this movie. But now, yet, yet, Zori is introduced as as a partner for Poe, and then uh, is it Jenna, Jenna, the Lando's yeah. daughter? Yeah. Like, oh, she's she happens to be a black ex Stormtrooper. What's Finn? A
2: black ex? Yeah, but trooper. they don't ever. I, I never get any kind of chemistry like that between those two. On like, okay when the oh. in their interactions i don't see that that being set up like why that why
4: couldn't that have been rose that was with him like
2: he and rose went through that whole
4: adventure yeah, in the last movie been. together like and yet and so instead of putting rose
2: there where she should have been front and center they yeah, but created they had a character her doing something uh, uh, yes i think there should have been more with rose don't get me wrong and they, they they kind of brush her aside and give her a little bit and they cut a bunch of scenes now Having her be like riding on the horses or fighting on the thing, she wasn't a fighter, she's a technician, s- she was doing technical stuff like she that was where she should be in those final battles, just not felt out on to the, me in the field.
4: Like they were saying, like, should stay with like, and here's a black girlfriend for Finn.
3: Okay, g- just going back to what you were saying about the relationship between uh Finn and Poe being romantic, I'm okay. Disclaimer, I'm not against having a, a gay romance in Star Wars. I think that would be awesome. But I've noticed this a lot listening to podcasts and social media and, and just media in general. Is that it seems to me like the, the direction that people are going is that if you have a relationship, it must be romantic. They must want to get together. No, I get that. Too. Like, why can't they have a super close Friendship. Like almost like, like brothers, brothers, brothers because. And you know, it's not necessarily sexual. Right. It's just that there's different yeah, kinds no. of love. Yeah. yeah. And I hate that in a lot of culture right now, it's you are either, you know, hey, bro, hey, bro, or you are having sex. Like there is no yeah. in between. Okay. And I I'll love that. that the spectrum for. I love that between Ray and Finn and Poe is that they love each other but not necessarily romantically i love that there is that connection that they can have on more of a spiritual level and a friendship level and they can well, trust each since- other and it doesn't have to be because they want to be in each other's pants no and like,
2: those what? are the first two people he met when he got
3: free exactly yeah. so i don't have to be a stormtrooper and I mean, I have nothing, if if the direction of the movie was that Finn and Poe were going to get together, I would have absolutely nothing wrong with that, but I love that they have this incredible bond that is not defined by sexual relations.
2: And with that in mind, I hope that, so the whole thing you know, when they're getting pulled in the sand, and he's like, I have something I need to tell you, and then they, oh, and oh. then he doesn't say. So J.J. Abrams yeah. has come out and said that he was going to tell her that he's force sensitive.
3: Like, the last thing I wanted to have in this in not, I love trilogy you was a freaking love triangle between Ray and Fo and Ray and Poe and Finn. Well you know yeah. and well,
4: like, Ben. Up, Can't until this movie. up until this movie, Ray and Poe had never spent any time together. Yeah. yeah. There were no scenes except like celebrations at the end of films with Ray and Poe together. They introduced they each did. other at the
3: end of the last movie. They, which cool. they had
4: done nothing together and up I to love, this point.
3: I love how at the beginning of this movie there was that animosity between them. But again, it was like friends teasing friends. Because I just looked it up and it said that about a year has passed between the last movie and this one. So I love that, you know, Ray and, and, and Poe and Finn have that relationship where they can argue with each other and be like, "What happened? Why'd you do that?" But still come yeah, out. You broke
2: my ship. You broke my droid.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Which I wonder too. Like, and as you see progress through these movies, it's like more and more. His BB-8, like I know he's he's, he's more raised droid. Well, now. Say, he's becoming more raised droid yeah. than posed droid, and and because there's a lot of situations where you would just kind of expect you know R2D2 to get slotted into that. Of all the droids, he's the one that got the short stick in all the movies. Yeah. you barely see, He sleeps with the first one. You barely see him in the second one.
3: Well, that's because he's or Luke's, the third. And or he was Luke's droid. He's Luke's droid, then he's Leia's and droid.
2: And in this yeah. movie, he's just a cloud backup.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I love that where he where 3PO said goodbye to him. I teared up a bit for that. And then when 3PO came back after his memory was wiped, you could just tell that R2 was like, but you're my best friend. Yeah. He's
2: like, I don't have a best friend. I'd remember if I had a best friend. He's like... What? You he, want to put what in
3: my head? Yeah, that he's like, well, you know what? Screw you. Sit down. I'm yeah. sticking yeah, something like, in your head. <laughs> like, see,
1: that's one of those parts that I'm slightly conflicted about the movie. I kind of thought 3PO, for all intents and purposes, died and uh-huh. was brought back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and same with Chewbacca. And I kind of thought one of those should have stuck. But I, at the yeah. same time, the friendship between R2 and 3PO... Is because he mentions, like, oh, r two memory circuits are notoriously bad. It's like, but part of me got the feeling he's been doing this in 3PO sleep. I, yeah, I have <laughs> like, to R2's like, been secretly backing up. For something's years. going to happen to you. So you're gonna, I'm just going to do this without you knowing. Yeah.
4: I have to wonder if. In an alternate universe where Carrie Fisher had never died, if it had, if it would have been Chewbacca that had of, Yeah, would have.
1: possibly, possibly, yeah. I would, have, I
3: would love to see or read the script uh, to see what they were going to do with Leia, because I feel like this trilogy, in addition to creating Rey and Finn and Poe as the 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 sequel, like the predecessors or yeah. the, no. the successors, that's the word. I feel like you know. Obviously, the first
2: one was, was the Han movie. The end of
3: Han Solo. Yeah. The second one was the end of Luke Skywalker. And the third one was going to be the end of, of Leia, which yeah. would have been fantastic. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. uh, Carrie Fisher yeah. passes away. And so I wanted to know what it'll, that end was
2: going to be. It'll make a good her. what if comic someday.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I kind of, and like that's what I, I think, like a lot of people are either praising J.J. J. Abrams or shitting on him. And I honestly think he kind of did the best of what he had. Well, there's, there's a headline where he's
2: like, "I agree." People with the people that are shitting on the movie, and he agrees with them. I
1: think Disney but should have pushed it back another year, maybe two, and let him work at it a bit yeah. more. Um, as is, the movie comes out pretty good. For me, it ranks. It, it's it's weird and it makes sense. This is the Return of the Jedi. Of this series of movies, because like Return of the Jedi, I love that movie, but it has some issues to it, and you you know, and same with this one. And And I
3: think that's where they look towards the expanded universe of books and comics and stuff to fill in these holes that people have. And I know that it shouldn't be for a major plot point. I agree with you, but that is how they they can only do so much in a movie, and the universe is now so big that they have to fill in the holes somehow.
4: Well, I have a feeling that even though this is the "Quote unquote end of the Skywalker saga," we still have Ray and Finn and Poe out there. And I don't really do, want them to. I that. don't think so. You don't think that any of them
1: uh, dump trucks? Are, okay, my caveat: dump trucks of money can always change. I know that.
4: Boyega. He said, "I don't want to end up on or, Disney Plus." Well, it's not just that. <laughs> he is it on is on Disney the, well, They're all on Disney Plus.
2: It's
1: but- the um, is the there was an interview where Oscar Isaacs is asked, like, would you? I uh, feel about coming back to Poe in a Disney Plus movie or movie, and she has not even finished the question. He goes, nope. <laughs> and part of me wonders if that, and this goes into a different sort of subtopic that we that's too large to tackle here, is if those guys in particular are just so fed up with the fandom maybe over it, like the online badgering yeah. that they just don't want to deal with it anymore. It's
3: awful that fans can do that to uh what they like supposedly what they love yeah. is just basically ruin it from
1: Yeah and just, just
3: they just can't leave it alone and see what happens. They have to pick, 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 pick,
1: pick, pick. It's and it's one of those things and we see it in a lot of fandoms is yeah. like and it's like they are the best fans and also the worst fans. Yeah. And it it's, it's that's I don't know if that's the fact, but you you see all three of those main actors, all of which got some of it. So, I mean, Oscar Isaac's got at least,
0: yeah, out of you would all think,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, from the you, But you wonder if it's like you, they just don't want to deal with it now. Money and time can change those attitudes. <laughs> I would not be surprised if we see their adventures
2: in like books and yeah, comics really and stuff like that. I'm really looking
3: forward to that. I'm hoping that I, the comics. Yeah, so say,
2: <laughs> I hope that there's something because I do want to continue in now this timeline so in this world. Like, yeah. now that Ray has okay, Taking so we come to the end. Name. So you know, we haven't even talked about the end of the movie yet.
3: Yeah, I also want to hear what you guys think about Ben.
2: I was to say? Okay, so let's go there. Let's go with the re- redemption of yeah, Ben Skywalker. How do you guys feel
3: about the redemption, like
2: Ben Ben Solo's? I think arc. of all the characters, he probably had one of the bigger arcs, maybe. because in the, in the yeah. you know, he's the bad he's guy. So he's conflicted the conflicted the, the, through all. Yeah, he's the tortured bad guy. Then he's tries to bring her because he's still the tortured bad guy gets what he thinks he wants, like he's in charge of the First Order, something his it's grandfather order. never could have done, yeah. and then all of a sudden, yeah, somebody else comes along and says, oh, I'm in charge, ha ha ha, I'm a ghost. Come and find yeah. me. Uh, I think it's a
1: little
3: more complicated.
2: Oh, than I know that. that. I'm just, I am <laughs> just. I,
1: I, like I, I actually really like the story arc, in,
2: except for the kiss at the end.
3: I uh, loved that anything. Really? I did Really? I hit you because I was so frustrated when uh, he died. So I just Don't like,
2: you remember that? The second I time like, I saw Man. it... My brother and I, there's maybe a dozen people in the theater because it was like 11 o'clock. We went and saw the 11 o'clock in the morning showing on Boxing Day. There was uh, four older, and I'm saying older considering that we're all 40, uh, older people in the the couple rows ahead of us. I'm not 40 yet either, technically. (laughs) But... uh, in front of us, and whenever when the kiss happened, I saw the one woman. She's like, just like kind of leaped, like you know, the whole sit up in your seat, and they're all like excited and happy. And I'm like, I told my brother, "Oh, she's gonna be upset in about one minute." <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: exactly what I felt. So, okay, the whole, the, the, the this is going back to relationships in Star Wars. The whole uh, relationship between Ben and Ray through the whole movie was. You mean so- Ben
2: and his great aunt? Great aunt. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I like that.
2: Or no, cousin. It's like second cousin no, they're was not removed.
3: Related.
1: Well, yeah. technically, on what's the, they've never confirmed.
2: Well, I did read something with about, in oh, about how so in the how, star, in the Palpatine is the technically Vader's Anakin. father through the Force, yeah. so, but even that, yeah. he's
1: full of shit. So it's you can only take well, yeah, the characters were yeah, yeah. in, in a comic book, no less. Yeah, there,
2: anyway, right? I know. So, it's, just, it's just funny.
3: One of the things I really loved the, the, the continuing relationship between those two in all three movies, I really liked because I never like when they first, when Adam Drivers first took off the helmet and you saw Kylo Ren for the first time, I was like. Really? This guy? Is He's it, the what? big bad? He looks Why like are you wearing a, a teenager. Yeah. Put the helmet back on. You're scarier with the helmet on. And I really like that throughout the whole like even from that moment on I never really got the sense that he was evil. Like the Emperor was evil. Like Darth Vader was evil. Like the generals mm-hmm. and the moths and all of them. They well, he
2: were was. He was evil. trying.
3: Exactly. All I got from him was that he kind of wants to be a bad boy, but it's not really working for him so great. So he's overcompensating. Oh yeah. And I got that so until the end of the movie of the new, of the Rise of Skywalker, I kind of was wishy-washy on on Kylo Ren because I'm like, "Hey, he's not really like he doesn't have the gravitas of the Emperor or Vader. He's just like trying to Emo be kid. them." Yeah. Yes. So and then the conflict with Rey and how, you know, he was he wanted to... why I'm like, why does he want Rey to go over to the dark side so badly when he it doesn't even seem like he's that committed to the dark side? Even when he stabs Han Solo...
2: Well, that's the thing. If he can, can bring her over, then maybe then it proves... You know, that exactly. Then he's not alone on the dark side. Exactly.
3: And- so um, I felt like that whole thing through all the movies and her really wanting to bring him over to the light side, I think that when they finally explained it at the end of uh, the movie of Rise of Skywalker that they were a dyad in the Force which is a totally new concept, which I thought was actually a really, really neat way of explaining that relationship because they're supposed to be so joined together, again, not necessarily in a sexual way, but like twin spirits is how I think of it, that because they're on opposite sides of the force, there is a lot of push and pull and that Ben feels the good side while Ray occasionally feels the dark side because they're so joined. And I felt that the end of Rise of Skywalker really did a good job of explaining their whole journey through all the three movies. And that's why when Ben finally joins Ray on the, the the light side and I was so happy and then they kiss and I was like, oh, they're going to have little berries and it's going to be great and the Jedi are going to be renewed. And then he died and I punched Brent because I was so upset, But apparently Brent didn't even notice. <laughs> but I really I liked that that explanation of their relationship. Like, that's what I got out of it. I don't know if that's what you guys got out of it, but I liked that I felt that what I considered to almost be like a wishy-washy relationship through the first two movies was actually really explained and came out pretty strong at the end of the third one.
1: Yeah, okay.
3: That's one of the reasons why I really liked the third one because I felt like it was just like the end of Return of the Jedi was the redemption of Vader. I really felt like the end of Rise of Skywalker was the redemption of Ben Solo. And considering he wasn't, in my opinion, really 100% on the dark side already, I really Mm. felt like it was a good way to end his story.
2: And if you're going to redeem him, he has to die because there's no way he can go back to the fort, back to base and be like, hi, everybody, I'm a good guy now without somebody walking up to him and going, shiv.
3: Yeah. So like, yeah, there was no way he could. And I think he felt that way, too, because when he finished talking to his memory of his father, he was like, well, there's no way for me to go. I've gone so far, yeah. I can be good, and I want to be good, but there's no way that he could. It's like,
2: I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole, pretty much like the exa- the, almost the same conversation it. they had. Yeah, I
3: love that they echoed it, and the decision he should have made when he was talking to his father when he was alive, he then made at the last movie when his father was, was dead. And I know it would have been nice if it was Leia, but we never really saw the relationship between Ben and Leia. In the movies, yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, one of the things that I just thought of that I did really like is a small part, but Richard E. Grant as the Imperial mm-hmm. Commander or whatever. <laughs> not only that, I like the fact that he's not a moron.
2: Oh, that was like the older guy. Yeah. Okay. Oh
4: yeah, with General <laughs> with <Prize>. Hux.
2: Yep. <laughs> the one that's like, I did. I served the em- I served you before Emperor, and I'll serve you again. That guy. How did you yeah.
4: feel about the revelation that Hux was the spy? Oh, I no made it,
2: they made it made sense yeah, but it, from, is
4: from
1: is a character work? point of view I yeah. thought like because he's just been a whiny dick bag the entire time and he's like
3: been... I don't care about you I just don't want Kylo Ren to and succeed it, yeah. it yeah. could have been interesting
1: if Richard <clears throat> Grant's character had turned out to be the spy I kind of thought they were leading that way because yeah. he's a brand new character like, But I
4: mean, he's the, if, if he was the spy trying to undermine
3: Hux that would have been interesting mm-hmm. too. but I just because there was always the animosity between Hux and Kylo Ren through the first two movies it, it, I just like like to
1: me, like, that was one of those things that I didn't have a problem with whatsoever. Yeah. But then the only. When he,
3: he, Hux is not very bright, and then when he goes and talks to you, he's like, oh, yes, they totally shot me while well, they forced me to. Oh, yeah, you're the spy. Bang. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> because it, like, and you don't see, again, it's one of those things that it does you kind of wish you had more of it, but it, because he's such a minor character in these movies, you kind of understand why. Is yeah. in the books they explain like he basically is there due to nepotism. His yeah. dad is an is an admiral or something like that. Yeah, Wait, yeah. So he in, kills that, in, in the books, trilogy. yeah. Does and he wasn't killed his uh, dad or something too, or, uh, in either. one of the yeah. comics, yeah, yeah. I think they show him killing his and dad. He showed up
4: later. in the last episode of Resistance. the
1: the only issue I like that I would say like oh, uh, in the entire movie is the fucking Goonies moment where the dagger, when the thing comes out, it lines
4: up perfectly with the bits of uh, the Death Star. Yeah, that was, part was kind I of was stupid. like, oh, come on, I, that is... There were moments that I was like, oh, that's really cool. I've never seen that before. Like, yeah, the horses oh, galloping across. That I, was cool. Jam, <laughs> like, the cool.
2: Cool. there's speeders. I can't. They're not using speeders. <laughs> the know, action scenes that. in this this movie were really really well done. sometimes oh, yeah. yeah.
4: there were just too many ships to really follow what was going oh, on.
3: Yeah. Well but, that. And I liked it when Rey was lying on the ground looking up at the the fight scene that was happening above her and she's watching all of her friends get shot down and when all the Jedi come to her,
2: I thought that was really cool too. Yeah. And oh, the Well even just the, the first time she's the Emperor meditating using
3: force lightning to,
2: to, to take everybody out. From yeah. yeah.
3: the freaking ground. I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's awesome." <laughs>
1: I well, kind of also liked the um, the fact that like you know everything that's been built in Star Wars up until now gets a little bit of a moment. Yeah, it's kind of fan service, but like
4: with oh, like oh, oh, this movie was was like fancy. Yeah, but I
1: mean like that like that scene I really with like the, I was with saying, the
4: Jedi, and I'm okay
2: with that where
1: yeah. like they brought in the the animated voice people yeah. to do yeah. the of characters that a lot of us really enjoy, but may or may not ever get a live-action I appearance. even think
4: there was a Galaxy's Edge reference in this movie. One of the Probably. scenes at the end... Did they talk about Batuu? Well, I don't think they ever mentioned Batuu, but didn't they do, like, the end of Jedi, the special edition where they cut to all the different planets? after? Yeah. King? I'm sure one of them was the Black Spire outpost. Oh, it could be. Oh, uh, I, oh, I, I don't pay that close attention. I, I, was, like, I, I was trying to figure out like if the one was
2: Cloud City or if that was supposed to be Coruscant. Yeah. Like, the, the dome one. There was Endor. I got to see my Ewok. Ewoks! I didn't get we enough. Got porgs. Ewoks. I got porgs. We got porgs, we got ewoks.
1: And Wicket was played by Warwick
2: Davis. And we got a new little guy that's oh. almost as cool as Baby Yoda. The little oh, Baba Bob Frick. Bobba Frick. Oh, Frick. Oh, nah, Frick. he's not
3: as cool I liked as I the when
2: Yoda.
4: I thought you were talking about Dio the droid.
2: Oh, well, Dio that, was Dio's cute. great. Dio when he, has boundary
3: uh, issues. No thank you. No thank you.
2: During <laughs> the battle when uh when the chick, the boun uh Poe's friend shows up in the Y Wing yeah. and then Babu Frick's in the cockpit and he just pops up. It totally looks like bad CGI, like it's just like he's like they just added him in there because he's like Babadoo! or something, he see, just pops up. It's like, why the, is he just sitting loosely in the cockpit? One of the things <laughs> that I,
1: I, I felt a little bad that I dispelled for somebody. So, back to News Talk 1010, uh, Jason Agnew asked me, So the Carrie Russell's character, yeah. the I totally the,
3: forgot sorry. that was Carrie
1: sorry. Russell until you saw so her. So, he's like, So, we, like, we don't see much of her, but she's pretty cool. Do you think that's a spinoff character? I'm like, no, that's JJ Abrams being nice to his friends. <laughs> He's like, apparently- I don't know, like, she was in Felicity. Felicity was Abrams' first show. He tends to put people he likes and stuff like that. She's in. That Mission Impossible that he wrote and directed, yeah, mm-hmm. like not very long, but she's in there for a little bit, now, and it's like that's why
4: Greg
2: Grunberg is the like
1: they've known each other since high school. It's it's just what he does, and you can't fault him for it.
2: And she has gone. Uh, there was a, a quote somewhere with her talking about that she loved it, that she loved being a character in a mask, and not, that she when she watched it, she could watch it and see her acting, yeah. and not have to look at her own face on the screen. <laughs> yeah, you kind of hear
1: that. Uh, I always like like uh Mickey Rourke's Sin City. It, it, like uh, I saw Press Junkin, and he's like it, it's like the first movie of mine I've been able to sit all the way through my part in it because I'm so heavily made up that it doesn't it doesn't wait look like to, him. to oh, looking just,
3: there's
2: like There's so me.
3: much to unpack in this movie. What yeah, about no. what about Force Ghost
2: Luke? Well, I wanted to let's talk I loved that. Oh, <laughs> that was more the Master Luke Skywalker that I always wanted to see. He's yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah, I guess he's finally he come to terms with it. He realized he fucked up, and he's trying to stop he to her from doing, well, oh, yeah, but pretty much. He had to talk to Yoda. For, for, he had to reconnect to the Force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all these people now coming out and saying, well, how come he didn't, how come he didn't know she was a Palpatine? Well, he wasn't-, he wasn't connected to the Force when he met her. And then he does make the comment about, yeah, Leia, Leia knew. Mm-hmm. But she still trained you, and I, well, I'm sure once he connected to the Force, oh, well, he, he knew he, too. Yeah, yeah. But, but he wasn't no, connected that's to the Force. To I me, mean, so, exactly. The, the but I know some people that have made are comments not about. Going to judge the, ch- the granddaughter of Palpatine. No, exactly, <laughs> <The whole laughs> and that's a about that for Leia. And then yes. that's the whole point on why, like, if you try to well, why would they? Why would they train the dot the granddaughter of Palpatine? Like why? Yeah. You know? Because well, first off you know just like themselves like why judge them the, the the granddaughter on what the grandparent did on somebody else's actions it's Not like she was raised by the guy And Luke
3: already made that mistake with Ben and didn't want to make it again Well exactly yeah. so
1: Now somebody else was like well why would she take a different like a, a, a different name. last yeah. name and I'm like because Skippy Hitler changed his last name
2: when he got to America. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, <laughs> she has more of a connection to the Skywalker family than the Palpatine family yeah. my, at all. My only thought with that is, like, 30
1: years and not a fricking Jawa has moved into a fully furnished <laughs> house that's been
2: abandoned in the desert. Now, now it was a house that had... Smoking dead bodies in it, so it could the Jawas. You've seen they, the Mandalorian. Is that going to bother a fucking Jawas? No. <laughs> no. Well, we don't. They could have already gutted the house.
3: That's what I thought. <laughs> they just—they yeah, like, they have their transport. They
2: you know, they gutted the house. There's nothing left. The sands moved in, but uh, so force powers. We saw new versions and like, new uses. Yeah. Even just when we first see Rey and she's trying to connect with all the Jedi yeah, that I, come, the, up. and she's hot. You know, she's levitating. And with levitating the stones.
3: When I first saw that, the first thing I thought of was, wow, she's much better at this than Luke was. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then the way she comes down, like she the the, the stones slowly and come she, down. And she does a nice little flip-the-landing. It's like, okay, she has a much better control of the whole yeah. meditating. And, and then yeah. we see her a bit of a force jump when she jumps across the canyon. Yep. Uh, she, loses, and she loses a cooler bit when she's uh, playing with the droids uh, and smashes it.
3: Yeah. Oh, she um, almost smooshes, yeah. She it almost smooshes PB8. I love that he's like, um, help, I'm under yeah, a tree. I'm stuck here, help. please.
2: <laughs> uh, the whole, that forced connection from the last movie that moved a whole step up now where mm. they're fighting each other and, and grabbing that, stuff from each other.
3: I think that's part of the dyad.
2: Yeah, aspect. which is really cool because yeah, you hadn't seen I that is, before.
3: It's a great, this is why I want the story to continue in books because if you can explore that whole dyad thing going
2: yeah. would be great. Plus she's learning from an ancient way. From these books, like she's learning from Leia, but she's reading these books and she's yeah. learning the Force, which gets into um, why she has a yellow, bl- a yellow saber at the end. So I watched the video because I was trying to figure <laughs> out. It's like, oh, one of the ex- explanation so, for yellow sabers, which are traditionally in the newer stuff, are just the uh, the, the the Jedi Order Sentinels or, or the, mm-hmm. the the guys, guardians the, the guardians and at and the temple, like and then the. There was like a part of the order called Sentinels. Either way, we won't get into deep diving. But the so this the guards of the temple didn't build their own lightsabers. Mm. They were passed on. Because oh, it was a okay. role that you would take on for a time and then you'd come out of it someone else. It would just be like, Yeah. You know, you do your dues, you you put in a couple years as a guard, you put on the costume, you put the helmet on. You here's a, a so it's very Impersonal so, because you're supposed to be the ultimate connection to the force, like the you're you know, the whole with the whole old order was you know not taking attachments to people and all that. So that's where these so these were old hand-me down lightsabers yeah. from an older time and a different philosophy on the force. So like the old the kind of the old republic time, mm. which is why you see it in the old games and stuff. So if that's the case, she's learning from these older books and these older ways of the Force, that's possibly how she makes her connection to her crystal because when you get a crystal, they're clear, mm-hmm. and it's your connection with the Force and the crystal that determines your color, which is traditionally, you know, the, the most common ones are blue and green, you get a purple if your mates windu because you're a badass motherfucker, and you Jackson get your said, own color purple. Yeah. Or and if you're Sith, well then it's usually it's you. It's red because black. you bleed it. Yeah. You 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 force it into a way, and then if you get a red one and you convert it back like Ahsoka, it becomes a white one. Yeah.
3: Oh, is that what Ahsoka did? Yeah, yeah. So she no,
2: stole both. her crystals yeah. off of uh, uh, one of those. Uh, the Inquis- inquisitors, or yeah. the uh, you know, the second sister, uh, and all makes, that. that. She took one of them Super out Moore. and stole the crystal from them. So,
1: uh, not the toot my own horn, but toot, 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 toot. Uh, I, in if you go back in our archives, at least it's a horn. And the Force Awakens episode that we did, I kind of mentioned and call her staff looks a hell of a lot like a lightsaber. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and so she's, that's what she made it out. Well, she she looks like it totally looks like she took parts from her staff. Yeah, yeah. because I looked, I, I paid attention the second viewing because I thought, well, is it a longer hilt? Did she actually turn her staff into a lightsaber? But it's not. She's got it's like the, a standard the top hilt. half of it. You know, but yeah, like if you look at the emitter and but yeah. it, if you look at the when she's got her, you know, and you can't look long because you don't see it for very long. Then it's hanging. It, she has it in her hand. Then it's hanging from her waist. Um But it kind of looks like it might have the same top and bottom. Hmm. Which makes me wonder, did she go double blade?
4: No. Maybe. maybe.
2: But it's hard to tell.
4: Her dark ray had that...
2: Had the flippy, you know, the flippy, which was one of the the ones that the they, they uh, the Temple a, Guardians. They a deal
4: out of that in the well, yeah, that's a red herring because it's cool. Te, two, two seconds. Yeah, but
1: I think we even called it on that. Is like yeah. something about this is bullshit.
2: Yeah, this will be the. It
3: the, was the the a Luke. red herring. They wanted you to think that Ray was going to go to the dark uh, side. Yeah,
2: it was the moment where Luke sees Vader in the in the tree, yeah. and so can we get to one of the most
1: important mysteries that came out of this? Sure, why not? So what is it? we hear. The voice of possibly my favorite (laughs) character to come out of the extended Star Wars universe, uh, Ahsoka Tano shows up to
2: in the credits to to cheer Ray on, even and Kanan,
1: which I was surprised to hear to see his voice as one of the. Yep, Kanan and well, even the there's a bunch of them that are.
4: All the Jedi live within her. Yeah, Yeah, no, I know
1: there was a bunch of them that were. We mm-hmm. saw physically in the prequels, but never heard their voices yep. except for Clone Wars. The Clone Wars actors and actresses did their voices for that. Yeah,
2: because uh, um, um, the Twi'lek Jedi. That I'm waiting for us to get an action figure of. Uh, She's in there. She, her voice is in there. What's her name yeah, again? She had uh, the the voices
4: of all those little kid Padawans. <laughs> <with them laughs> <swatted by> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they weren't. <laughs> 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 oh.
2: What are you doing, Master Skywalker? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other one. okay. So if we're gonna if she can feel how, you know, when and picking up these other lightsabers, the you know the, and stuff she's make oh, or the bully. She makes she grabs the, the dagger and makes a comment about how how you know, kind of how, how evil it is and the deaths that have come at it and all this. It's like hmm. and you don't notice all the children that got slaughtered and the using the lightsaber that you use every day. Yeah. Um I guess you just kinda forget you just don't feel that part. So oh, I read
3: some
1: the question that has popped up is does this mean Ahsoka's dead? Well, so yeah. Dave Because Filoni, all the other voices, the people are dead. So Dave Filoni's response to that was a sketch of uh Ahsoka's We Last Saw her at the end of Rebels. With Gandalf from Lord of the Rings and Gandalf saying, "Yeah, everybody thought I was dead too, or something <laughs> to that effect," and or and look yep. how that turned out. Yeah, and uh, so I it, there I say that like he's not in command of the Star Wars universe, but Filoni has a pretty good say, especially when it comes to Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. um, so I assume that means she is. Still a corporeal being As of that I would hope so She'd and be she getting be, older
2: at this well, point She'd but. be very she'd be, she'd be old Like she'd be I would say older than Well obviously older than Leia Hmm but how long does her speech? last yeah. yeah. Well, she was alive during the Clone Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're she right. She was a teenager during the Clone, War,
1: yeah, no, uh, during I, I, the Clone Wars. I so. was trying to think, is they run into each other in Rebels, don't yeah, they? But yeah, but we it, all know it, that but, she, yeah. you know, she was a teenager before she was born. But so. at, the, at the same time, maybe Ahsoka is just like her
4: race but
2: Yeah, and then we see her at the end of Rebels. Which is at the
1: end of Jedi. Yeah. has
2: yeah.
4: 150 and he still looks good. Well, don't they say he's 200
2: in this? Of course you beat us. You're 250 or 150. Yeah, I. Well, I can't. No, we're not going to turn off the board. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I loved it when she uses the her her force manipulation on the two stormtroopers and Poe goes, "Did she do that on us?" <laughs>
2: yeah. Does she do that on us? It's like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Yeah. So. I I I
1: think it's fair to say we all liked it oh, to yeah. varying degrees. Yep. Yep. Um, so there you go. That's our our take at it. Um,
4: yeah,
2: it was it's Star Wars.
4: It's a movie.
2: It's Star Wars. So I, I'm automatically gonna be inclined to like mo- it. Movie yeah. Bob from The Escapist
1: put it best. He's like, yeah, for me, Star Wars is kind of like sex or pizza.
4: Even when it's bad, it's still all right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and you're not yeah. gonna turn it down, and it looks like we're <laughs> not getting another theatrical film until 2022.
1: Oh, do they have an actual slate dated? The, the, that's the
4: date that I've heard. Lately. What's the film going to be? we don't know yet. But
1: was that the question? Is was that for the Ryan Johnson ones, which are in theory still being worked on, or were that was that the Game of Thrones guy slot? Who that sure. project? It was is probably
2: now. for one of them, and whichever one got to the, that point first. Yeah, maybe. And that's the other thing. At this point, I don't know if they need to continue. If they, they need to decide, either we're going to continue to do trilogies and and do that mm-hmm. and but plan them, or just do one off movies. I think you can do one off movies. Just you know, put some work into them. Yeah, and like let, you could do the Marvel thing and do your one off movies. And maybe build to a bigger mm-hmm. thing, especially them, yeah. if you do something where, yeah, you connect different movies. And So if you decide to do, start doing a Star Wars every year, which they tried to do, but they totally fucked up <laughs> because they went Star Wars and then six months later, Star Wars. They should have waited till Christmas for Solo and then it probably wouldn't have gotten shot on that as much. W- that also would have given a little bit more time to this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, this one got more time. It got a lot yeah, longer between Star Wars movies. It should have, it should have had more time than it
1: had.
4: Ryan Johnson has announced he's working on his new Star Wars.
2: Track. Well, he has said that, but...
4: And he said that it was his next project after Knives Out. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Now, my next guess, too, is I'm guessing, like we were saying, we're not going to see the next ones involving anybody from this or even be post-this. Yeah. It'll probably be take place in a, a galaxy far away a long, 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 long time ago. Mm. And we'll start, probably go back to the time of the Old Republic where you have... You know, where you have lots of Jedi running around, where you have lots of Sith, where you actually have a Sith army, and there's a war going on between the Jedi yeah, and the maybe. Sith, and maybe like the maybe even incorporating the Mandalorians. Yeah, we'll, I'd be okay with that. We we will see, right? Who knows? Like
3: it's,
1: uh, uh, and Brian Johnson's stuff is as much as I'd be very curious to see what it. in as we have learned, until it starts filming, and even then, that can go awry. Oh yeah, but, um, you know it's until it starts filming it's it's a maybe at best like look at all the other stuff that seems to have just disappeared that we know was being worked on and then wasn't yep but uh, so that's it for this episode. But we end this episode like we end every episode with geek picks. Who wants to go first?
4: I went to Stormcrow Manor yesterday. Yeah,
1: so this is a second time this has been featured on the show. But go ahead, give. Us I actually review.
4: went uh, and just had a beer and hung out there for a couple hours. It is pretty cool yeah so uh we need to take a road trip and visit it if for those who don't know it's a three-story um old victorian house that's been turned into a nerd bar um the walls are covered with all kinds of memorabilia from all kinds of properties we sat beside the giant cthulhu um uh, uh fireplace and uh uh, whenever anybody orders a super specialty drink, they parade it through the restaurant, and music plays, and uh, it was just cool and a fun place to spend a couple hours if you if you're in the city and you're just looking to
1: yeah our our friend Jay Fosket the 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 December uh Comic Con event yeah. that he was there and he and a bunch of the uh, the Source Point Press people went there too and had a great time and yeah. Jen and I really liked it when we get, went yeah so. it was pretty
4: good yeah it's fun so. We all need to go together to. It's yes. like
1: a nerdy planet Hollywood in some ways.
4: <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's, and you can use a d20 to choose what you're going to eat, which is
2: and drink. and drink. And yeah. drink. <laughs> which is dangerous.
3: <laughs> I rolled a 1. I don't want this anymore.
4: <laughs> yeah, the wine on the shots menu is not I'm pretty good. sure yeah. you can
3: refuse it because they're not going to be like, "Well, you rolled the one, you better pay twenty dollars and drink the scrap." Yeah, it's I, only six
4: dollars actually, which isn't too bad for one of their shots. Yeah, I thought it was cheaper if
1: you do the D twenty way, right? Like it's a buck off or something like that. It was
4: six dollars to roll the D twenty.
1: Yeah, so but it's critical fail. The waiter, waiter, just slaps. And when they bring you
0: your bill,
4: when they bring you your bill, it comes with Magic the Gathering cards. Oh yeah.
1: That's cool. Yeah, we we definitely should go there as a group with a couple other their people. Their Christmas yeah.
4: display in their yard out front was an inflatable at at and an inflatable job of the hut.
1: Oh cool. <laughs> nice. Did you see did you notice like the windows on it from the outside that they have like the faux stained glass on the oh, top? Oh, I saw them from so... the inside. Oh, okay. Cuz
4: there's the heaven and the hell room. Yeah. And that you could see the stained glass. They, they were
2: pretty cool.
1: Ryan, what's your geek pick for the week?
2: Uh, well, I'm going to go with two because I've been doing, because it's the holidays. Uh, I did a lot of Netflix and Netflix viewing. No mm-hmm. uh, chilling? Just no chilling, no. Well, it's just me watching it, so <laughs> we won't go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we had two new, big new series that's come out on Netflix over the last couple of weeks. We got uh, season two of Lost in Space. Okay. Which I ended up blowing through like the last two days, and I didn't realize that I watched all 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. I might have dozed off during part of one of them because it was getting late, but that happens. Uh, it was good. It was a good continuation of that show. I actually want to see another th- season. I haven't heard if they've signed on for a third season. They've left it cliffhangery, and there's lots I of stuff would in the air. I'd be
1: kind of surprised if you don't, just because
2: they... they tend to do three for Netflix, yeah. but we don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, they, they may have already announced it I haven't seen it hmm. um, And I ended up, I watched The Witcher oh, Season 1 okay, of The Witcher okay. uh, I enjoyed it, it took me a couple episodes To really understand what was going on Because there's a bit of a weird uh, Kind of like Westworld where you got multiple timelines Going on at the same time oh, And you okay. don't realize it until a few episodes in ah. But uh, in the end The multiple timeline storylines All connect Hmm. And it's like events that are taking place at the beginning of the first episode end up taking place, you know, matching up at the in the last episode. Okay. And, the, you know, a lot of the stuff in between is character, you know, establishing the characters and why, why and how we get to that point. Hmm. Uh, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, like I've never played the games. I've never read the books. It kind of made me th- more inclined <laughs> to maybe look into getting one of the games someday. I know the games are pretty big. Like, they're a hefty playthrough. Yeah. So, it might be, like, if I see it cheap someday and I'm looking for something to play, I might try picking it up, whichever one is the best of them. But, uh... I would be surprised
1: if they're not... that Because they're getting old at this point. Like, the yeah. last one is, like, I want
2: to say four or five years old. Well, and now. I think The Witcher 3 just came out for the uh, Switch Oh, too. okay. So, I saw an ad for that hmm. during the Boxing Week sales and stuff. So, uh... But, yeah, no, and, um... Henry Cavill does a great, fine job as the character like from my understanding of how the character looks and like seeing him th- in the, the show looks like the character uh, acts the way I understand the character is mm. has like that gravelly voice and kind of a little standoffish with people and because he's one of the few of his kind. Uh, and yeah it's pretty you know, there's there's different there's elves and there's dwarves. But not your traditional looking dwarves. Like, you know, we would think from like Lord of the Rings type dwarf, like big and bulky. They just are shorter people. Mm. Um, And uh, there's even some dragons. So that's, you know, I thought it was very good. If you like fantasy and stuff, give it a shot. If you like sci-fi, watch Lost in Space. (laughs)
3: Something for everyone.
2: There you go. If you don't
1: like either of those, why are you listening to this show? (laughs) If you don't like either
2: of those, watch Made in America starring Tom Cruise, which is also on Netflix. I watched that last night. It was pretty good. That's the one when he's the gun-running drug runner, like, based on the true yeah, events. Yeah,
1: I kind of wanted to see it in theaters and didn't get a chance. No, it's dude. on Netflix now, oh. so... There you go. Jen?
3: Um, all I've really been watching lately has been Christmas movies, because, you know, Christmas. Uh, and, the season. and The Mandalorian. Any good ones? Uh, I just watched my traditional ones, so I watched Muppets Christmas Carol oh. and Muppets Family oh. Christmas. <laughs>
2: did you watch Noel?
3: No. the new,
2: The Disney one, starring Brent's future second wife?
3: Yeah no it's not good it didn't look
2: good it was okay it was a christmas movie i don't expect much from christmas
3: movies (laughs) so i guess since the really the only nerdy thing that i've done the past couple weeks is watch the mandalorian my geek pick is the mandalorian (laughs)
2: there you go good pick good pick Uh... see
3: this episode for reasons why (laughs) and baby yoda can my baby yoda be my geek pick yes that's a
2: creature it's a character there's no merch yet in a couple of weeks in like a month or two when all the merch comes out then you can that can be your geek pick
3: i'm gonna have a wampa collection a pork collection and a baby yoda
4: collection sorry brent by the time i get to galaxy's edge i'm sure it'll be filled with baby
2: yodas yeah when are you going again february Mm, maybe i think it might be i think march is when the first batch of stuff is supposed to be hitting so We're gonna close. have to
3: send you with a second or third suitcase so yeah. that you can bring us back and some toys. money. Some and money, of cause... course, and money. Perfect. <laughs> I,
1: I I know exactly what I'm asking Kevin to bring me back.
2: I've kind of got two things I wanted to get, but yeah.
3: That's the thing. I have to think. I want my
4: Hondo. Damn it. <laughs> I'm expecting to weep real man tears when I walk into Galaxy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Make sure somebody records that. I, I'm, that's my Even if it's just yourself.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's Anyways, a topic for another day. Pick? What's your geek pick? Oh, uh, I, I hadn't even thought about it. Well, then, it's, it's, episode's I, over. I, I, Bye, everybody. Yeah. You've been
3: in the same kind of boat as me, where basically it's been Christmas and, and the work. Mandalorian. You've had an and hour and a half.
4: Geekiest Christmas present, Brent?
1: Uh, well, I don't didn't get many... Christmas presents, period. But yeah, but geekiest, I got you two
4: geeky ones. Yeah,
1: as I got a Marvel wallet because oh. my other Marvel wallet was falling apart. And yeah, I Marvel got uh, Emperor Palphagene, uh the Amazon exclusive uh, Black Series figure. It was Marvel. a really nice figure. Comes with yeah, the throne.
2: Comes with the throne. Multiple and... heads and lightning effect. Oh, yes. I
3: got R2D2 Barbie. It's R2D2 amazing. Barbie? She's amazing. I had posted pictures of them on our Instagram a little while ago, like back in. November, uh-huh. I got the R two D two. She's maze Nice.
1: So uh, my geek pick is actually we're going back a little bit, but Watchmen, the graphic novel, because oh. the uh, the TV show made me. i am at episode
4: re- five, so don't tell okay. me anything. No, I, this is no. isn't spoiling
1: <laughs> it. No, no. But the, it made me want to go back and reread the book, yeah. and which is rare, right? Because usually there's enough differences between the two that you're like, eh, but. Um, it makes me reevaluate the the whole ending of the comic in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, are you at the episode where you get Looking Glass's origin? Yes. Okay, like you've seen it, or yes, you've go- watched it. Okay, so that like made me reevaluate the whole ending of the comic mm. because I've never been on board for the squid thing. I always like be- considering how realistic Watchmen basically is. Mm-hmm. I always thought the squid thing was a little. Too comic booky for the rest of the story. For the comic, and but, but the fact that the squid, the squid
2: plus psychic attack,
1: yeah, and the but the that episode made me really rethink and change how I Boy, looked at that yeah. whole part of the comic. Yeah, so yeah, yeah but Alan Moore, Alan Moore's, uh, it's it's a shame that things have gone the way they have with him in the comic industry and. Uh, it, uh, you can read about that elsewhere. My my opinions are sort of in the middle of all of it, but the, it, it's honestly one of the best things he ever wrote. It's a little bit of, it's a little thick, it's a little dense, but it kind of has to be. And it's not nearly as dense as the, the novel he put out two years ago, which is like 2,000 pages or something like that. But, um... Yeah, um, if you've never read it, give it a read. It, and if you've watched the TV series recently, definitely go back and reread it. You, it adds to both of them, which is why I feel it's kind of a shame that things have never been worked out with Alan. Where like now he's basically divorced himself from the yeah. entire thing. Because I kind of, I don't know if he would have agreed with everything Lindhoff did in the and his team did in the show.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if he's may have watched it, even though he says he, I, as much as he doesn't watch it, doesn't care, doesn't see I think he maybe, especially if it's getting, since it's getting praise, he may be like okay, what did they nah, do? And just kind of turn on HBO You read and the see.
1: tweets that his daughter put out a little while ago? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'd also be surprised if he has like cable. No, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, give that a read. So, next episode. Um, year in review? Probably.
4: Yeah. Decade in review?
1: Yeah. We might hold that off if my we don't have anything to do with the episode decade. afterwards. But uh, I've already started going through my lists and eliminating things.
2: I made a list of actually everything I've watched. So yeah. I started that list last year, then my phone died and I lost the list and I didn't bother starting it yeah. again. I so used the it's,
3: list on paper.
2: It's weird.
1: It's like <laughs> the, 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 my favorite film of the year. That's not tough. Like uh, I've pretty much already got that. It's everything after that is mm. the hard
2: part. So.
3: Mine's going to be mostly books because I read a lot of books this year. Yeah, but we'll like talk four five of them. That's a great did you read thing
2: them or me. listen to them?
3: Both, same thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's good. That's a great. thing about The of show uh-huh. is that we will talk about well, that. What do blind and
3: people do?
2: Read with their hands.
3: They can also read with their ears. Yeah, that's Still listening. Reading. It's called Still listening. listening. Still reading. It's called listening. Still reading.
1: Ryan and I will probably talk about our favorite <laughs> action figures of the year.
2: <sighs> yeah, toys. Toys are fun, and uh, maybe a little bit of video games. I don't know if I played enough that came out this year. Apex, it came out this year. Did it was, come out this year? It's, oh, okay. it's coming up on its one year anniversary. Oh, so probably, okay. I have to say that's probably our favorite game of the year. Basically, yeah. you just have
3: to go through all your tweet or all your text to Brent and say the, how many times you wrote. The, the like other Apex? thing yeah. is,
1: is uh, <laughs> do do we just have to eliminate? End game from the no, list, that's a, and just say like it's well, like
3: it might not be your favorite one. Yeah,
1: no, that's true, but it's like you know, if we get rid of that, does that make everybody's job easier or harder? Yeah,
3: yeah mm-hmm. we'll see.
1: We'll see. Anyways, thank you for listening, and we will see you in two weeks with another episode.
3: See ya! Happy New Year.
0: Such a phasers to sexy.
1: You've been listening to the True North Nerds recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds. On Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at Nerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to KirbyCrackleMusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret
0: it.
2: So set your phasers to sexy. It's
0: the way we read your books that-